In the name of the Incarnate One, Amen. So the angel came to Mary and asked her if she would be very, very brave. And she said, yes. And Joseph led the donkey to Bethlehem and the innkeepers welcomed them into a stable where animals witnessed God being born. And shepherds ran to see what was up. And astronomers from far away came bringing gifts because they got it. God had been born on earth to save us from this mess we were making. And we, 2,000 years later, sang silent night and cried into the candlelight, feeling warm and full. So now what? What difference does any of that make if we aren't also hearing the angels ask us if we will be very, very brave, saying yes, journeying far to be where God is doing new things, bearing witness, bringing gifts, and seeking that warm, full feeling for all of humankind. In other words, what good is any of what happened on Christmas if it doesn't leave us seeking new and deeper ways to be disciples of the God who came to be human with humankind? It's an important conversation to have this week. Last week, we renewed our baptismal covenants, and this week we are asked, what does it mean to be baptized Christians who have vowed to work toward justice and peace and dignity for every human being? What does that mean today? In the wake of awful things being said of our brothers and sisters from other countries, on this Martin Luther King weekend, when we honor a man who made some noise, about respecting the dignity of every human being and who prayed that we could learn to go out into the world and work as if the answers to our prayers depended upon us and not upon God. That is discipleship. Having faith in the power of God while rolling up our sleeves to work alongside God with all the strength and courage we ourselves can muster. We are not unlike the small child wielding a plastic shovel in the face of the mountains of snow last week, knowing what to do after having closely watched the grown-ups. Disciples see God at work, learn from God's example, and then join in the labors of whatever mountains God is working on moving right now. But where do we as disciples in 2018 even begin. Let's begin with the readings we've been given today. Feel free to follow along in your lectionary insert as I go through them rapid fire. I'll be brief. I think the children are with us today. Starting at the beginning. The boy Samuel hears God's voice and believes that it is his mentor, Eli, calling to him after a tiresome string of confused back and forths. Eli tells Samuel it is not a human voice he is hearing, but rather a divine one. So Samuel dutifully goes back to bed, hears God calling to him again, and this time says, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. That is discipleship. 
open ears, or in most cases, an open heart to the voice of God within us. I overheard someone say that they had a seminary professor who heard this story as a child and asked his mom when God was going to call his name in the middle of the night. And that is discipleship, too. Yearning to hear our voice called by God in the dead of night. If we truly listen with our hearts, we will hear our names being called. And then we can say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Our psalm today tells us that God knows us deeply, intimately, as individuals, that God knit us together in our mother's wombs as unique masterpieces, that we are marvelously made, wonderful, nothing short of the marvels and wonders of this world that we travel far to see and experience. We are called to know the truth of our deeply, marvelous, amazing beauty. That is discipleship, knowing the value of ourselves as instruments of God's work. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. You knit me together in my mother's womb, and I am marvelously made. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians goes to great lengths to try to get the early Christians to change their behaviors and honor the gifts of their lives. The lives of others, too, better. The take-home message being that our bodies are temples, each one, and a temple all together. We are all part of the whole, part of the body of Christ. We are actually Christ embodied now that Christ isn't here walking the earth with a body of his own. When we sit with that truth, when we come to know deeply that our bodies are part of God, sacred, and of use to the mission of God's radical love in this world, we are more careful with ourselves and treat ourselves and each other with reverence. That is discipleship. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. You knit me together in my mother's womb, and I am marvelously made. I am part of you. And now John's account of the calling of the disciples. Follow me, he said to Philip. And to Nathaniel, he showed he knew Nathaniel before he'd even met him. He had seen Nathanael before the two were ever in the same place. And by this we know that before we ever have clarity about this Messiah, he sees us, knows us, comes to us. And then he says, follow me. And in our own way, at our own pace, we do. That is discipleship. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. You knit me together in my mother's womb, and I am marvelously made. I am part of you. I will follow you. My friends, we will need to be very, very brave. We will go on journeys. We will welcome strangers, foreigners, outcasts, and Christ himself. <clears throat> 
we will bear witness to pain and to love. We will seek warm, full, dignified lives for everyone. We will bring our whole selves. This is what we were born for. It's discipleship. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Spirit of God, speak for your servants are listening. Loving creator, you knit us together in our mother's wombs and we are marvelously made. Jesus, we are part of you. We will follow you. Please lead the way. Amen.